Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. We have a partly cloudy sky and 49 degrees. At least six people, including children, are unaccounted for following a house fire and shooting that wounded two police officers in East Lansdowne, Pennsylvania, near Philadelphia. The ordeal began when officers responded to a report of an 11-year-old girl being shot. When the officers arrived at the scene, a gunman inside a home immediately opened fire. Delaware County District Attorney Jack Solsteiner says there is concern over possible victims in the burning structure. We know the victim's family had a lot of people living in that house, including children. We are aware that there are at least six to eight people who are unaccounted for from that family. It is our terrible fear that they may be inside that house when it was burned. We are hopeful that that is not true. Sedgwick County's fiscal condition remains sound, and several pressures outside of the county's control have improved. That includes easing inflation, leveling of interest rates, and low unemployment. Budget discussions are planned over the coming months, including their ARPA spending plan. Lindsay Poverso, the county CFO, says they've learned that a significant portion of their ARPA allocation could be used for revenue replacement, income the county lost during the pandemic from 2020 to 2022. So what that means is we could use up to $91 million of our total $100.2 million allocation to pay for what are considered traditional government services. Most of those funds are earmarked or spent, but the county does have over $17 million left in contingency. Rodney Price, KNSS News. And the county commission has approved the establishment of an Emergency Communications Community Advisory Board. Commissioner Jim Howell says, The citizens of the community basically have the opportunity to understand 911 and ask questions, make recommendations, um, until they're satisfied. While the board will only have the ability to make suggestions, officials say it's a step toward getting more feedback on where improvements need to be made. Kansas is set to nearly double state legislators' pay at the start of next year. That will make their compensation better than it is for their counterparts in a majority of states. The increase is nearly $28,000 a year for rank-and-file legislators. The boost, that boosts their total compensation to nearly 58000 from $30,000, an increase of 93%. The pay increase appeared to have bipartisan support, but lawmakers never voted directly on it. They instead set up a bipartisan pay commission last year. Its proposal was set to take effect unless both legislative chambers passed a resolution rejecting it by Wednesday.
An inquiry into President Biden's handling of classified documents has been completed. Attorney General Garland telling members of Congress in a letter that special counsel Robert Hur has finished his work and his report will be made public soon, but only after the White House gets the chance to review it for any potential executive privilege concerns. Classified documents from President Biden's time as vice president were discovered in the Penn-Biden Center in November of 2022. More were found later in the Biden's home in Delaware, some stored in the garage. Former President Trump is facing charges related to documents stored in his Florida home. Later this month, his attorneys will file motions to dismiss them. In Washington, Jack Callahan. Fox News. KNSS News time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 6.08 now, eight minutes past six o'clock and 48 degrees. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says a ceasefire and hostage release agreement between Israel and Hamas is still possible despite the two sides being far apart on the central terms of a deal. Blinken was in the region trying to broker a deal that could bring some respite in Israel's war against Hamas, which is entering its fifth month. A medical journal has retracted two studies on an abortion pill due to issues with research and conflicts of interest. The studies from the medical publisher Sage Perspectives were cited in a pivotal Texas court ruling that threatened access to mifepristone, but they were supported by the Charlotte Lozier Institute, part of an advocacy group that wants to end access to abortion. A federal judge cited the studies in the Texas ruling that's set to go before the Supreme Court next month. After they were contacted by a reader who was concerned about the data, Sage said in a statement it asked two experts to conduct a peer review and they found the conclusions were invalidated for several reasons. The study's lead author told the Associated Press in an email, the publisher's actions are a baseless attack on our scientific research and studies. Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. A lot of sick people have been reported on board the Queen Victoria cruise ship. The ship arrived in San Francisco with more than 150 passengers and crew members who had become sick. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said it's investigating the outbreak. The predominant symptoms are vomiting and diarrhea. The cause is unknown. The people who did get sick have been isolated on board. The Queen Victoria is operated by Cunard Cruise Line and was carrying about 1,800 passengers and nearly 1,000 crew members. Cunard said the cruise line immediately activated enhanced safety protocols, and they have been effective. Jill Nato, Fox News. The Puppy Bowl has a special anniversary to celebrate. The Puppy Bowl is celebrating 20 years and just hitting its stride. The canine football telecast, which has grown so big as to include armadillos, hedgehogs, and chickens, will shift the focus this year and going all puppies because it's the 20th anniversary. Now it's just Mark Purdy and Athena battling for possession. Puppy Bowl made its debut in 2005. Dogs score touchdowns on a gridiron carpet when they cross the goal line any goal line with a toy. But the show has a deeper purpose beyond entertaining, which is to encourage animal adoption. According to the ASPCA, approximately 390,000 shelter dogs are euthanized each year, and 2 million shelter dogs are adopted. Michelle Polino, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 611, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. So far this morning, things have been looking good out there in traffic. Traffic conditions looking good, and we don't have... Uh, 
very heavy traffic volumes just yet out there. So, yeah, things looking okay on the roadways so far this morning. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS, I'm Chad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Temperatures fell in the 50s overnight across Wichita and south-central Kansas. That's well above what our high temperature would be this time of year. It's going to be sunny and breezy. Another fairly nice day with a high 65. Clear overnight, turning cooler, our low 39. Then sunshine on Friday with a high 64. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now partly cloudy. We have a south wind gusting to 28 miles per hour and 48 degrees. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. 6.12 now, 12 minutes past 6 o'clock. Thursday, February 8th, 2024. We are in, if we count today, about three days till, till uh, Super Bowl. It's coming up this weekend. We had a mostly cloudy, windy day across central Kansas Wednesday. Wichita's high temperature was 60 degrees, normal high 47. And we had a south wind gust of 42 miles per hour near the Ike. That was uh, a clock near Eisenhower National Airport. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. Temperature's not bad, but I bet that wind's a little brisk out there right now. Yeah, that south wind is still blowing around out there. (laughs) At least it's a south wind. Yeah. On this date in 1910, the Boy Scouts of America was incorporated. That's right. Today is the birthday of the Boy Scouts, the BSA. Remember their motto, Ted, be prepared. An organization that has run into some... Yeah, it had some difficulties. Choppy yeah. times. It really has. Recently. When it comes to dealing with a Florida college student who uses public data and social media to track the private lives of billionaires, politicians, and other celebrities, Taylor Swift apparently... Can't just shake it off. In late December, Swift's camp hit Jack Sweeney, a junior studying information technology at the University of Central Florida, with a cease and desist letter that blamed his automated tracking of her private jet for tipping off stalkers as to her location. Sweeney, now the focus of wrath from two billionaires, Swift and Twitter owner Elon Musk, says he intends no harm, but he believes in the importance of transparency and public information. He thinks mm. inquiring minds want to know. Mm. <laughs> you think? I think there's, that's a line that doesn't need to be crossed. Yeah. He could find something better to do with his time, probably. Tiger Woods, remember him? He's been pointing to Riviera uh, for his 2024 debut. Is it Riviera? Yeah, Riviera. He made it official with a statement on X saying he looks forward to being a playing host next week at the Genesis Invitational. Tournament he hosts is another $20 million signature event. Riviera is among the best courses on the tour, but it has confounded Woods. He has played it 12 times as a pro without winning. Most of the uh, any course on the PGA Tour for him. Hmm. And Woods hasn't played a PGA Tour event since the Masters, because of an ankle injury. I didn't even know he was still playing. I thought He only that, shows up for the majors if he's say, healthy enough. After that, that terrible injury that he suffered in the accident, I thought he was finished with his career. I guess not, huh? I was wrong. Tiger Woods, still out there, still going. Pretty good day on Wall Street yesterday again, Ted. I don't know where the top of this is, but yesterday the Dow closed up 156 points, all three indices up. So it's good for the 401K. Yeah. And then at some point, everybody's going to start selling. And, yeah. And like, yeah. 
Let me go the other way for a while. All right. But just, for now, it's going up. Yeah. KNSS and the Wichita Thunder excited to announce details for Red Friday, which will include the appearance of Chiefs legend Dante Hall. That's on Friday the 16th. Not this Friday, but next Friday. Fans can purchase a special package for $75 that includes a VIP ticket to the game and access to meet the Chiefs legend Dante Hall. Friday, February 16th, it's Red Friday at the Thunder game. You can find out more at wichitathunder.com. And sometime today, I think we're going to give away some tickets, aren't we, Ted? Hey, now. Good. Got, I think, a nice four-pack. And it includes the chance to talk to Mr. Hall and maybe have a selfie. Very nice. So be listening for your chance to go to Red Friday. 616, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It's time for leadoff sports with Ted Woodward. Ted, basketball last night. Well, and as you talked about, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl is coming three up. days away. Yes, sir. Yep, the Kansas City Chiefs, the San Francisco 49ers. Yep. And, of course, two hours from right now, we'll have our Minute with Mitch, our 60-second preview on Thursday mornings of the Chiefs game, the Super Bowl. So that'll be fun. Make sure you're here for that two hours from now. And, of course, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs have a lot of uh, – a lot of good things to talk about these days. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid asked about his quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Audio from the NFL Network. Coach Reid, uh, Patrick Mahomes up for man of the year. What do you see from a guy who's able to do so much in the Kansas City community, family man, do the commercials, lead a team to the Super Bowl, and do it all with a passion? Yeah, he'd have my vote. Um, he, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a great one that way. Uh, always willing to give back uh, time. I mean, you know, there's only so much time in a day. He's going to exhaust that. He's great with kids. He's great with his own kids. He's great, great with kids, period. Um, so, and he's a good dad and husband. So that's a, that makes him a pretty good man. Our Thursday morning Minute with Mitch in two hours. Super Bowl is three days out on Sunday night. You can hear it live right here on KNSS. As you mentioned, Steve, college men's basketball last night at Coke Arena, Wichita State, hosting UTSA, and the Shockers dominate this one. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl with the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. Pass through the wing, deflected, stolen by Cortez, gets it ahead to Colby Rogers, goes in uncontested and dunks with both hands. And the Shocks just kept the pedal to the metal. Lobbed by Cortez for Beverly and a slam dunk. Magnificent. My goodness. What a pass and a beautiful slam dunk. Set play. Looked the defenders off all the way and a perfect delivery to Beverly who has 14. The lead is now 24. Harlan to Beverly, 16 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. The Shockers beat the Roadrunners 84-64. They had that 20-point lead by halftime. Roadrunners missed 17 three-pointers and a dozen free throws. Meanwhile, the Shockers did not miss a free throw. 15 for 15 at the free throw line. Really? Third best perfect mark in school history for the Shockers. Pretty rare, very rare. Shocks pick up their 10th win of the season. They have back-to-back wins at home. Good win last night at Coke Arena for the Shockers. We'll be talking K-State men's basketball tonight, the weekly edition of the Jerome Tang Radio Show. That's at 7 o'clock tonight over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. K-State coming off that huge win over fourth-ranked Kansas. Now K-State getting ready for a road trip, visiting nationally ranked BYU coming up this weekend. College women's basketball, another win for friends. The friends ladies win at Ottawa, 87-72. That is now a 10-game winning streak for the friends women. 
They are 18-5 and on the season. JUCO women's basketball. Hutchinson Community College, ranked number two in the nation. Lady Blue Dragons win again at Pratt last night, 92-62. The Hutchinson women, ranked number two in the nation, now 22-0 and on the season. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hockey action last night. Uh, I'm sorry, hockey tonight downtown. We have the Wichita Thunder at home on a Thursday night hosting the Fort Wayne Comets, 705 downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. And it's Ollie's night. You can get a four-pack of tickets and a $20 gift card to Ollie's, all for 40 bucks. And that's the Thunder at home tonight downtown. In the National Hockey League last night, the Toronto Maple Leafs win on home ice, beat the Dallas Stars 5-4. to four. Getting some playing time for Toronto. Former Wichita Thunder center Bobby McMahon had a shot on goal. Maple Leafs have won four of their last five. They're in third place in the division. NBA basketball last night. The Toronto Raptors win in Charlotte. Beat the Hornets 123-117. to Snapping a three-game losing streak. Coming off the bench for Toronto. Wichita's Grady Dick, the rookie from KU. Two for two from three-point range. He had six points and a couple of assists. The Raptors are four games behind for a playoff spot. Happy birthday today to a big shocker, literally a big shocker <laughs> basketball player, Paul White. Yes. 52 years old today. A very big shocker. Massive dude, seven feet tall, played shocker basketball, but basketball was not his calling to start him. It would be professional wrestling. Of course, in WWE, he was known as the Big Show. <laughs> Paul White, seven feet tall, somewhere just shy of about 400 pounds. He is a massive human being. Mm. And it's his birthday today. He is 52. Drives a Volkswagen. <laughs> and that's sports with Stephen Ted. 621. Now keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Helicopter parenting. Plus traffic and weather coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 48 degrees here at uh, 6.30 on this Thursday morning. Kansas lawmakers have passed a resolution in the House calling on Governor Laura Kelly to send National Guard troops to the southern border in Texas. The Senate is expected to take up a similar resolution this week. Last week, the governor called it a federal, not a state issue. Sedgwick County Commissioners voting unanimously to withhold approval of the proposed dam jam event at Lake Afton this summer. Commissioners, including Pete Meitzner, voiced concerns with public safety and depleting county resources for the event. The sheriff and EMS and fire, uh, because of the distance out there and the response that we're required to support uh, the community uh, and having that out there and a lot of focus, it, it it doesn't feel right for me to, to be supportive of this. Call the biggest lake party in Kansas. Dam Jam was set to run on July 19th and 20th. Some of the artists booked for the event included Joe D. Messina, Ryan Upchurch, Stone Temple Pilots, and Wheeler Walker Jr. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The Heartland Flyer remains on track for making a return of passenger rail service in south-central Kansas. Amtrak wants to connect Newton and Wichita with Oklahoma City and Fort Worth. Amtrak spokesman Mark Maglieri says they are looking for a new station for its new station locations or making improvements to the old ones. We have an obligation, both a legal and moral obligation, to make our stations ADA accessible. So you just can't put down, you know, some sticks and blacktop and call that a platform. That's not the right thing to do. 
In December, Kansas received half a million dollars to study extending the Heartland Flyer. A judge has turned down former President Trump's request for a mistrial in the case that led to an $83 million award to writer E. Jean Carroll. Former President Trump had asked for a mistrial because E. Jean Carroll had admitted to deleting some of the threatening messages she had received. Trump attorney Alina Haba said a mistrial was in order because Carroll destroyed evidence that should have been preserved for trial. But Judge Lewis Kaplan denied that mistrial request, saying the motion made no sense. Carroll got the $83 million award from the jury a couple of weeks ago after the former president was found liable for defaming Carroll. A separate jury had found the former president liable for sexually abusing the writer. Jill Nato, Fox News. Officials at MacDill Air Force Base have confirmed the location of Port Tampa Cemetery, an African-American cemetery with as many as 121 unmarked graves on the Florida military installation. The Tampa Bay History Center informed base officials about the possible cemetery in 2019. The base dedicated an on-site memorial to those buried there during a service in 2021. Base spokesman Lieutenant Laura Anderson says they want to make what was wrong right. According to Anderson, a non-intrusive archaeological survey conducted over the past two years identified 58 probable graves and 63 possible graves. Search teams used ground-penetrating radar and cadaver dogs to determine the location of the cemetery. The president of the NAACP Hillsborough County branch, Yvette Lewis, says the forgotten cemetery should be memorialized. The search for more graves will continue through this year. Officials expect to release additional results in 2025. McDill officials will also continue to work with the community to determine how to best document the history of the site and manage it in a manner that pays respect to the families and their loved ones buried there. This Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a clear sky, quiet conditions across Wichita and south-central Kansas. As low pressure lifts on off to the north and east of us, sunny and breezy today with a high 65. It'll be clear overnight, tello 39. Temperatures likely in the mid-60s again on Friday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now partly cloudy, 48 degrees, and we have a south wind gusting to 28 miles per hour. Partly cloudy and uh, 48 degrees at the Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 6.34 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on uh, KNSS. And uh, this is the eighth day of February. Just a couple of days left till the Super Bowl's head. On this date in 1922, President Warren G. Harding... Had a radio installed in the White House. Hey, he was right there. High tech. That was a big deal then. Oh yeah, that was in 1922. The new way people were getting information. Absolutely. A couple of blocks from the San Francisco Oakland Bay Bridge, Electrify America is about to open an indoor charging station that lets drivers relax in a lounge while their electric vehicle batteries are being filled up. The 20-plug direct current fast-charging station 
which opens for business Friday near downtown San Francisco, is part of a trend toward more appealing neighborhood stations designed to serve EV owners who can't charge at their homes, as well as travelers or commuters who are low on juice. It's also designed to uh, allay fears from potential EV buyers that charging stations are too scarce or that they will have no safe place to wait as their vehicles charge. They call it fast charging, but how fast can it be if you have to have a lounge for people to hang out while it's happening? That's the question I had in my mind, Ted, and I've had it for a while. I don't know. Uh, I can do a little research and find out how long it takes. But apparently, you just can't sit down and, you know, yesterday I filled up my tank of gasoline at uh, one of the stations for, it took me under five minutes. I even stood out in the chilly wind to do it. Let the wife sit in a warm car. Uh, I don't, I don't know. We can put put out a bet whether I will ever own a, an electric vehicle or you in our lifetime. I'm not sure it's going to happen. There's been a well, lot. The point is moot right now because I can't afford it. Yeah, and we we can't afford that stuff. And those things are expensive. Wow. It would work for me, and I can't afford it. So you don't you don't yeah. go my far, but you know if you went on a exactly, trip, I'd I'd rent a car. It, uh, you mean a gasoline car? Probably, yeah. <laughs> ah, progress is our middle name. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS, and uh, another I, great government ploy there, telling everybody they had to have electric cars, and well, well nobody's buying them. Well, that's just nice. It. Uh, yeah, you they, put the you put the you, you try to they put the cart before you the manufacture horse. you manufacture demand. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, the federal government's great at that. Well, I telling see. us all what we have to do, and then, then mm-hmm. when it comes to the tire hitting the road, you can't do it. People can't afford it. There's no charging stations. <laughs> Great idea, federal government. Well, I, I see the the benefits of not uh, you know having renewable energy, but to, that electricity's got to come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's got to be generated. And our grid somehow. can bar- and our grid can barely contain <laughs> what we have now. Much less adding every car in the nation to that. Mm. This hasn't been well thought out, I guess, huh? Mm. Yeah, uh, you can see the benefits of uh, cleaner, cleaner air. Well, of course. Yeah, but uh, goodness gracious, you got to look at the practical side of it. I mm-hmm. just wonder how many people. Uh, this is a blanket. I shouldn't say this. I bet you there are some a lot of scientists and work for the federal government that have been going like this. <laughs> Time out. Slow down. We're not doing this. But uh, it seems to be some politics there for some somebody. I don't think it's a winner. But there you go. Yeah, and, and of course it would work for me, but I can't afford an electric car. Then again, mm-hmm. I couldn't afford a gasoline brand new gasoline car either. You can't so. afford a car. You better get get yeah. a bicycle. Okay, so <laughs> we need to manufacture like money as opposed to demand. How about you know? I'm an acquaintance <laughs> who. Uh, How about living in a world where we get paid enough that we can afford these things? I'm not gonna. I'm not a gonna novel concept. Use this, yeah. use this man's name, but I've known him for years, and uh, his uh, his daughter. Uh, is one of my my daughter's friends, grade school, whatnot. I'm not going to mention the man's name. He's from a very prominent family, and he can very much afford a gasoline-driven car. But he every day would get on his bicycle and ride to downtown offices, and then ride back home up in Benjamin Hills. Uh, he, he liked to stay in shape, and he loved to ride a bicycle, and it was didn't cost him anything. Didn't leave a carbon footprint. I yeah. thought that was pretty nice of him. We uh, today is that uh, social services and hospitality. Job fair at the Wichita Workforce Center, 2021 North Amity. If you're interested in social service, services and hospitality, you might want to check it out. 1 to 3 p.m. 
And that uh, work center is at 2021 North Amadon, 1 to 3, if you're looking for a job today. 6.39, Stephen Ted in the morning here on Why KS- do those job fairs only last two hours? I don't know, because they probably don't Wouldn't have any people looking for, <laughs> looking for jobs. You think they would make that an all-day thing so that people could When your employment rate is under 4%, you I don't guess. have a lot of people out there looking, I guess. All right, 6.39 now, Stephen Ted. It's uh, time for our Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. Well, we still have no cash cattle trade developing in our feed yards. Wednesday, we saw the live cattle and feeder cattle futures were able to score new highs for the current move to the upside. The entire complex then sold off and closed negative, but it did come off their session lows. Now, the lean hogs yesterday spent most of the session trading positive, but struggled to hold the gains and closed two-sided. Yesterday's close saw April live cattle $1.27 lower at $184.80. March down a dollar twelve at two forty five fifty five and April lean hogs fifteen lower at eighty one ten. Now some wheat uh, contracts and soybean oil closed positive Wednesday. Now the soybean futures had new lows for the current slide while March corn scored a new contract low. Once again, there was a lack of price friendly news for the grain markets. Now this morning we've seen Conab lower Brazil's soybean production from 155.27 million metric tons to 149.4. Now today at 11 o'clock is the monthly USDA grain report. Now at the moment, March Kansas City wheat seven and a half cents lower at six ten and three quarters. March corn's up a quarter of a penny at four thirty four and a half. March soybeans three and three quarters higher at eleven ninety two and three quarters. March crude oil trading seventy two cents higher at seventy four fifty five. The April gold is twelve dollars and a half lower at two thousand thirty nine. March S and P seven and a half points lower at five thousand and eight. We're looking at the March dollar index now twenty five cents higher at one hundred four seventeen. And March Dow Jones futures six points lower at thirty eight thousand seven sixty eight. For commodity trading, ag marketing, managed trading programs, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Tom, earlier this week we marked the anniversary anniversary of uh, President Kennedy slapping a full trade embargo on Cuba. Uh, And Ted, I've got talking, do we trade any uh, with Cuba now as far as wheat or soybeans, anything like that? I couldn't give you a completely honest answer, but I believe it's very, very minimal. Okay. Where do they get their food? I'm sure they're not growing all of it. (laughs) Well, I think they've got their own connections with communist countries such as uh, China and Russia that's probably helping them out as much as anything. All right. And the majority of that country does live in poverty, too. Poverty, poverty too. Poverty, yeah. Yes. Poor folks, right? Exactly. So that also gives you a little bit of your answer. It's interesting. Whenever I see any visual of Cuba, I see this country with these older buildings, but absolutely looks like beautiful beaches and just a beautiful country. But they've got all these 1954 Chevys driving around. (laughs) So apparently they've got a lot of our old automobiles down there as well. Yeah, they don't have any electric cars yet, Steve. Okay. Very good. (laughs) All right, thank you, Tom. We'll check with you tomorrow morning. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities coming up. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Building your credit. Aha. Aha. That's on the way for Steve at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Steve at 10 in the morning, KNSS, 648 now. Here on this Thursday morning, 48 degrees. Three big things. Three. Basketball, Wichita State, 84. 
UTSA 64. Two. Tegman County Commission hears quarterly report that its fiscal condition is sound. One. People missing after two cops shot and a house set on fire near Philadelphia. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. This morning, things in traffic. Well, the traffic volumes are starting to pick up out there. Really not uh, seeing too many slowdowns because of that. But, yeah, the traffic volumes getting quite a bit heavier out there. Starting to see uh, some more traffic on the roadways. But the traffic conditions looking good. And that most common gasoline price here in the Wichita area is still two seventy nine a gallon. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny and breezy today with a high of 64 degrees. Mostly clear tonight, the overnight low 38. On Friday, sunny. Tomorrow's high, 63 degrees. Now partly cloudy. South wind gusting up to 28 miles per hour, 48 degrees. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. You can get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. Steve is in the morning here on KNSS. Uh, social media company Meta says certain fake political videos can stay on their platforms with a few conditions. Fox on set. Fake political videos can stay on Meta's platforms for now. A video of President Biden found to be manipulated and deceptively edited had made the rounds across platforms like Facebook and Instagram, all part of the meta empire of Mark Zuckerberg. The video tries to make an interaction between the president and his granddaughter into something sinister. But Meta says such videos won't be automatically removed going forward, especially if the video is political in nature. They did not mention the video of the president specifically. Instead, the company will use artificial intelligence to detect the artificial intelligence signs and signatures in the deepfake media content. And when it detects a video image or audio is phony, it will mark it as such. There's a strong push to regulate deepfake technology. This could be Meta's attempt to show it can regulate itself with Fox on Tech. I'm Evan Brown, Fox News. Wall Street climbed Wednesday amid the latest earnings reports. Stocks continued their march higher this Wednesday. All three major U.S. indexes ending solidly in the green. The Dow closed at 38,677. It added 156 points today. The Nasdaq closing at 15,756, adding 148 points on the day. And the S&P 500 closing at 4,995. It added close to 41 points today. On the earnings front, Ford gave the street some good news. The stock was up 6% on that. However, Snap tumbled 34% after disappointing shareholders on their earnings report. I'm Kelly O'Grady, Fox News. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, building your credit. Mm -hmm. Valuable information from Don today, as always. Did you say that facetiously? No, 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 no. No, you meant it from the bottom of your heart. I listen to everything that you say. Yes, you do. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I incorporate it into my life. All right. Uh, Okay, I'm going to get my boots on here. Uh, Good morning, Steve and Ted. You know, I know know a guy who's a safe-made multimillionaire. He's done it through very hard work on, on real estate. Who is he? No, His name is, no, <laughs> until about eight years ago, <clears throat> he never had a mortgage, nor did he use a credit card. He self-financed every deal, 
Several years ago, he chose to borrow for a portion of an apartment complex purchase. It was a big purchase since he had no credit history. There was no bank that would lend to him. <laughs> I mean, he could show that he had millions in real estate and in the bank, but they wouldn't that? lend to him. Yeah. Well, his case is very rare. Very few people don't show up on a credit agency's radar in the current financial environment. Electronic transactions are mandatory for some businesses. Navigating personal and business finances is all but impossible without leaving some form of an electronic uh, credit footprint. So it is important to, to do it right. Borrowing money can be a smart way to finance an enterprise that can create wealth. A good credit rating means that that translates to lower interest credit. And there are several things that you can do to build your credit rating. First of all, apply for a credit card. If you are extended credit, use the card occasionally to pay it off and, 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 and make sure you pay it off well in advance of the due date without carrying an unpaid balance. This creates a credit history. The longer you pay your bills on time, the better you qualify for more credit at a lower rate. If you are not extended credit, apply for a prepaid secured card. A secured card is backed by a cash deposit, which will be your credit limit. You'll receive a bill and make payments as with an an unsecured card. And once you build credit history, you will probably qualify for an unsecured card. All monthly bills, like your utilities, need to be paid on time. Again, to build and maintain great credit, you'll need to continue to make timely payments. Learn where you stand by checking your credit rating regularly. Most credit card companies will post your credit rating by registering with annualcreditreport.com. That's annualcreditreport.com. You can download a free report three times a year. If there's something incorrect in that report, Contact them and clear it up. And, of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 267-0600. Today is National Kite Flying Day. Oh. Encouraging us to explore kite flying and making enthusiasts across the country mark the day by launching their kites or making plans to attend festivals. Kites date back to China in 470 B.C. Wow. Kites have been around a while. We've got the wind for it today. We do. Yeah, so if I said go fly a kite, uh, you'd actually do it today. Actually, uh, yes. Okay. I Actually, I can remember. No better time to fly a kite than early February. Yeah, it's the best time. Oh, Mm -hmm. it's so nice out. Great. I remember flying a kite with my brothers at Willard Elementary School over near our home in Wichita, and I was about five. Yeah. And we had the string was wrapped around a stick. Oh, yeah, sure. And they said, here, you hold this, but don't let go. I looked up there, and it looked like that kite was up there about eight miles. Yeah. I'm sure it was about 100 feet. <laughs> yeah. I can remember that just as as, uh, just as much as it was yesterday. What, do you remember? Did you ever build a box kite? Box kite. Yeah, I, I remember that, we built a box kite. I said, this, is, this ain't going to fly. They, they, fly my, they fly good. But my brother was a technician with that stuff. I mean, he was so great at building, like, those airplanes with the paper over the wings, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. the, the RC-controlled ones that were on a string. Yeah. yeah. The Wichita Eagle uh, published a photo of my son flying a kite over by Junior Marshall Junior High. He was about eight years old. Aw. And I got we've got it somewhere at home. I don't know where that is, but it's really cute because he's, he's running along, and it's from you see him coming toward the camera. And the kite's over his hair is blowing and everything. It's quite a photo. Oh, he has hair? He did at that time. Okay. Yes. Okay. When he was eight years old, he had a yeah, gotcha. marvelous head of hair. 
That's great. All That's right, a Don, memory. Don, you know what I say to you? Go fly a kite. <laughs> Go fly a kite. I will do it today. All right. You going to be back tomorrow on our big free, uh, free Super Bowl show? Oh, heck yes. It'd be fun. Thank you, Don. Don Thank Grant, you. CFP, the Money Tracker. Stay with Steven Ted. Coming up at the 7 o'clock hour, our 7 o'clock news this morning. Victims unaccounted for after a shooting and house fire in Pennsylvania. And Sedgwick County Commission creates Communications Advisory Board. That's on the way. Steve Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saver Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Victims unaccounted for after shooting at house fire in Pennsylvania. We have the story. Sedgwick County Commission creates Communications Advisory Board. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. The latest report on Sedgwick County finances is in. Those details are coming up. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. More spring-like weather today across south-central Kansas, but cooler temperatures are on the way by the weekend. Our complete forecast is coming up. At least two police officers injured in a shooting at a house in a Philadelphia suburb Wednesday afternoon that was eventually set on fire. Fox's Chris O'Connell reports. Fire investigators and law enforcement say they won't know for sure, but they believe six to eight people are still unaccounted for. It all started after two police officers were responding to, they were shot, responding to the report of an 11-year-old girl who was shot here on Lewis Avenue. It is still not clear whether or not that even happened or the fate of the gunman. A major election case. Hits the Supreme Court today. Justices considering a former president and 2024 Republican presidential frontrunner Donald Trump can be removed from Colorado's primary ballot. The 14th Amendment's insurrection clause has never faced a challenge like this. And how justices on the Supreme Court rule could have a wide-ranging impact on ballot access across the country. Justices agreed to fast-track this case after Colorado's Supreme Court ruled former President Trump committed insurrection on January 6, 2021, and is therefore constitutionally ineligible for the presidency. Maine's Secretary of State reached a similar conclusion. Attorneys for the former president are urging the court to put these questions to rest, arguing the 14th Amendment does not apply here, and efforts to boot him off the ballot disenfranchises tens of millions of voters. In Washington, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Sedgwick County's fiscal condition remains sound, and several pressures outside of the county's control have improved. That includes easing inflation, leveling of interest rates, and low unemployment. Budget discussions are planned over the coming months, including their ARPA spending plan, Lindsay Poverso, the county CFO, says they've learned that a significant portion of their ARPA allocation could be used for revenue replacement, income the county lost during the pandemic from 2020 to 2022. So what that means is we could use up to $91 million of our total $100.2 million allocation to pay for what are considered traditional government services. Most of those funds are earmarked or spent but the county does have over $17 million left in contingency. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The Sedgwick County Commission has approved the establishment of an emergency communications community advisory board. 
Here's Commissioner Jim Howell. The citizens of the community basically have the opportunity to understand 911 and ask questions, make recommendations um, until they're satisfied. The board will only have the ability to make suggestions, but officials say it's a step forward getting more feedback on where improvements need to be made. The Associated Press reporting this morning that Kansas is set to nearly double state legislators' pay at the start of next year. That will make their compensation better than it is for their counterparts in a majority of states. The increase is nearly $28,000 a year for rank-and-file legislators. That would boost their total compensation to nearly 58000 from 30000 And that's an increase of 93%. The pay increase appeared to have bipartisan support, but lawmakers never voted directly on it. They instead set up a bipartisan pay commission last year. Its proposal was set to take effect unless both legislative chambers passed a resolution rejecting it by Wednesday, yesterday. An inquiry into President Biden's handling of classified documents has been completed. Attorney General Garland telling members of Congress in a letter that special counsel Robert Herr has finished his work and his report will be made public soon, but only after the White House gets the chance to review it for any potential executive privilege concerns. Classified documents from President Biden's time as vice president were discovered in the Penn-Biden Center in November of 2022. More were found later in the Biden's home in Delaware, some stored in the garage. Former President Trump is facing charges related to documents stored in his Florida home. Later this month, his attorneys will file motions to dismiss them. In Washington, Jack Callahan, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 7.05, five minutes past 7 o'clock. Three days out from the Super Bowl, and we'll hear from Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes coming up in sports. Wallet Hub releases its most sinful states list. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. That story and more just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. Why did I say, oh, maybe I want to go to those things? Yeah. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, now 7.09, nine minutes past 7 o'clock. Kansas Governor Laura Kelly asking for more time to file a disaster declaration following storms in January. The governor says she needs more time to collect and complete the repair costs from counties. She is asking FEMA to extend the filing deadline to April 15th. A unique election week finishing up today for Nevada Republicans. Former President Donald Trump will be the only option for Nevada caucus goers after the state held a primary earlier this week with the former president's name not on the ballot. After the state moved in 2021 to change from a caucus to a primary, a judge ruled the Nevada GOP can run its own caucus. The GOP then ruled that candidates who put their name on the state primary ballot could not run in the caucuses and that the primary would not award any delegates. Ambassador Nikki Haley opted for the state primary where she lost to a none of these candidates option on the ballot. Trump is expected to win all of Nevada's 26 delegates. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. A Tennessee city settles over what the ACLU and other groups called an anti-drag ordinance. Attorneys revealing the city of Murfreesboro will pay $500,000 as part of a settlement with the American Civil Liberties Union and other groups over an ordinance designed to ban drag performances on public property. The Tennessee Equality Project, a nonprofit that advocates for LGBTQ plus rights, filing a federal lawsuit after city leaders vowed to no longer approve its event permit requests, 
citing a pride event the city claimed resulted in the illegal sexualization of kids and vowing to change its community decency standards. TEP arguing the city had no right to censor free expression. As part of the settlement, the city has agreed to repeal the ordinance and process TEP's permit applications. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Wallet Hub releasing its list of the most sinful states. The state that's home to Sin City also ranks number one in Wallet Hub's most sinful states in the U.S. for 2024. States were compared in seven key areas. Anger and hatred, jealousy, excesses and vices, greed, lust, vanity and laziness. Nevada is number one, ranking first in greed and number three in lust, jealousy and vices. Louisiana is at number two, followed by California, Florida, and Tennessee at number five. Rounding out the top ten are South Carolina in sixth place, then Texas, Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Delaware in tenth. The five least sinful states, Vermont, Maine, Idaho, New Hampshire, and at number 50, Wyoming. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. KSS News Time, 712, 12 minutes past 7 o'clock. Traffic volumes picking up here in the Wichita area. Starting to see some uh, heavier traffic, especially uh, westbound on Kellogg. That is, uh, or sorry, eastbound on Kellogg over on the west side. I'm just seeing some areas of fairly heavy traffic over there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How you guys doing? We're doing very well. Blown away. Yeah, well, yeah blown away. There you go. Well, I'm talking to you now. It looks like you didn't get blown too far. So uh, <laughs> with that being said, our breeze, not going to be as strong today. Still going to be a bit of a breezy day out there with a suddenly uh, wind at 15 to 25 miles an hour. Partly cloudy to mostly sunny skies. A lot of sunshine expected today. 65 degrees for a high. Very, very warm for this time of year. Mostly clear to partly cloudy tonight with a low of only 38 degrees. Chilly, but at least we'll be able to still stay above freezing. That breeze will also back off a bit too, but then pick back up to tw- uh, 10 to 20 miles an hour again once we get into our Friday. Looks like Friday is going to be mainly dry, uh, losing a few degrees, but still pretty warm for this time of year. High of 62. Cold front finally pushes through into our Saturday. This is going to knock us back down to a high of 50 degrees. Not terribly chilly out there, but definitely noticing the change come Saturday. Partly to mostly cloudy skies, that increase in cloud cover going to lead to our next chance for moisture. Looks like it's going to be in the form of a mixture of rain and snow beginning Saturday night and then continuing through our Sunday as well. High of 42 degrees. If you do plan on heading out to any watch parties come Sunday, a couple of things. Bundle up and allow some extra travel time since we have that moisture on the way. A lot of that moisture also moving out once we uh, head into the start of next week. Monday's going to be dry, high rebounding back up to 51, low to middle 50s after that, and it looks like skies will be mostly sunny to partly cloudy. So after we get through this weekend system, we'll catch a break for at least a few days. Right now it's 48 degrees. Skies, a very little cloud cover. Southwest breeze, 15 miles an hour, but gusting up to 24. Yeah, there you can you can feel the wind though. That's maybe from the south, but it's I'm, it's a little nippy out there this morning. Yeah, not so much this afternoon though. Just give it time. That chilly breeze going to turn uh, pretty warm out there later today. All right, thank you, Ronell. The KSN Storm Tracker Three forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronell Williams. Stephen Ted of the morning seven fourteen here on this Thursday morning, February eighth on this date in nineteen seventy one, Nasdaq, the world's first electronic stock exchange 
held its first trading day, NASDAQ. And the NASDAQ, uh, the... Still going strong. The index uh, NASDAQ up 100 points yesterday. Nice. Mm -hmm. Celebrating. All right, Ted, uh, we have his birthday today. I'm going to steal some of your thunder, and you can can pay us back in the 8 o'clock hour. John Williams is 92 today. Boy, talk about a national treasure. The most known for his collaborations with Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. Uh, received numerous accolades, including 26 Grammy Awards, five Academy Awards, seven BAFTA Awards, three Emmy Awards, four Golden Globe Awards, with 54 Academy Award nominations. 54 Oscar nominations. He's only won five. Yeah. He's second only to Walt, Walt Disney. Disney. Right. Yeah. Now, we're talking about Fiddler on the Roof, Jaws, Star Wars, Schindler's and List. So much, so much of his stuff, you can just hear two or three notes. And yep, you know what I is. know what movie that is. Yep. All right. He's having a birthday today, and he is. I, Boy, I think you a, and I agree he's a national treasure. What a complete, great addition mm. to our culture in the 20th century. John and Williams is 92 today. Oh, man. Las Vegas about to throw its biggest party yet. Doors open Sunday at Allegiant Stadium for the city's first Super Bowl. Las Vegas primed for an estimated 330,000 visitors this week leading up to the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Even the Las Vegas Strip looks different, with Roman numeral installations springing up and a towering Vince Lombardi trophy outside the Bellagio. One county official says the city's transformation for the big game proves Las Vegas has arrived as a sports entertainment hub. 330,000 people in that city. A town that... You're not being professional able- sports teams used to avoid. Yeah. You're not going to be able to find a place to eat or sleep. <laughs> I've heard that uh, all the private plane parking spaces are gone. Completely plane. sold out. Okay. There you so go. many people flying in in their own planes all to right. see this game. Well, it's coming up uh, this weekend, Sunday. 717 now. Steve is head of the I morning. I don't think having finding a place to sleep will be a problem. It'll probably be that. Yeah. they got a lot of rooms. There's about 800 hotels there in Vegas. You'll find a place. 717, Steve is head of the morning. Time for sports this morning with Ted Woodward. Ted. Speaking of which, the Super Bowl. It's three days away. The Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. Sunday night. You can hear the game right here on KNSS. Good stuff coming up. And here's uh, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. As a team having facing uh, San Francisco years ago, uh, what is the big quality to overcome this time? Um, I think it's just um, their intensity. I mean, they play hard every single play. Uh, they bring energy. Um, and um, we know it's to take our best football. And so for us, uh, we just have to come in with that intensity um, to go out there and play, play our best. If we don't, we'll lose the game. Chiefs and the 49ers in three days. Super Bowl Sunday night here on KNSS. And don't forget, coming up one hour from now, our Thursday morning feature, The Minute with Mitch, with the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs. Minute with Mitch coming up in an hour right here on KNSS. Give you a 60-second preview of the Super Bowl on Sunday. College men's basketball last night at Coke Arena, Wichita State, hosting UTSA. First meeting between the Shockers and the Roadrunners in conference play. And the Shockers dominate this one. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl with the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. Dell up the floor. Crosses over in the lane. Throws it back out to Beverly. He takes it down the left side of the lane. Lobs for Ballard and lays it in. Couldn't quite get the dunk because he was fouled, but he got the layup and he'll have a chance for a three-point play. Shocks dominate this one, beating the Roadrunners 84-64. Colby Rogers had 18 points for the Shockers. 
who did not miss a free throw. The Shockers were 15 for 15 at the free throw line that last night. That is very helpful. Third best perfect <laughs> mark in school history. Yeah. Here's uh, Shocker head coach Paul Mills. We established uh, some, some ability around the paint, uh, finished with 44 paint points, and uh, just did a tremendous job. And then what it allowed us to do was get some opportunities at the free throw line and go 15 for 15 from the free throw line. We haven't seen that here in a while, so uh, was very, very pleased about that. Back-to-back home wins for the Shockers to pick up their 10th win on the season. College uh, women's basketball last night. Friends University wins again on the road at Ottawa, 87-72. That is now a 10-game winning streak for the Friends women. Juco women's basketball. Hutchinson Community College wins again on the road at Pratt, 92-62. The Lady Blue Dragons of Hutchinson are ranked number two in the nation, now with a record of 22-0 on the season. Juco men's basketball last night. Cowley College is in the top 10, and they won on the road at Garden City, 74-66. The Cowley men have won five of their last six. They're now 20-3 and three on the season, and the Cowley men are ranked number 10 in the nation. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Cleveland Cavaliers went on the road in Washington, beat the Wizards 114-106. to Coming off the bench for the Cavaliers as the sixth man, former Kansas State Wildcat Dean Wade made a couple of three-pointers for six points and two rebounds. The Cavaliers... Are on a seven-game winning streak. They're in the number two spot in the Eastern Conference. We'll flash back. What were we talking about ten years ago in sports here in Wichita? Mm. How about the Shocker men's basketball team being undefeated? Remember that? Yeah. The Shockers uh, ten years ago on this night won on the road at Northern Iowa, eighty-two seventy-three, improving the Shockers' record that year to twenty-five and zero. Yikes. That's what we were talking about 10 years ago on this day in, yeah. in Wichita was that undefeated Shocker basketball team improving to 25-0. and 0. It was 10 years ago on this night. Hey, sports is brought to you by The Farmer's Dog. For a healthier weight to more energy, when you switch your dog's food to The Farmer's Dog, the effects can feel magical. Make sure you get that going. The Farmer's Dog. KNSS Radio, Wichita Thunder, bringing you Red Friday, which will include the appearance of Chiefs legend Dante Hall. It'll be Friday, February 16th. Not this Friday, but next Friday. And you can purchase a special package for $75 that includes a VIP ticket to the game and access to meet the Chiefs legend. And, again, that's on the 16th, Red Friday, at the Thunder game. We have a four-pack right now to give away. If you'd like to go... 869-1330. Give us a call. 869-1330. You could be going to Red Friday. Coming up, House Call for Health. A new survey looks at young drivers and pot. That's on the way. Stephen's head in the morning here on KNSS. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 7.30 here on this Thursday morning. 48 degrees, KNSS breaking news. The military says U.S. Marines aboard a helicopter that went down during stormy weather in the mountains outside of San Diego are confirmed dead. Military made the announcement early today. Authorities say the CH-53E Super Stallion vanished late Tuesday night while returning to Marine Corps Air Station Miramar in San Diego after training at Creech. 
Air Force Base, northwest of Las Vegas. Senate Republicans tanked the border bill that the House Speaker said would be dead on arrival in their chamber if they ever got it. Ahead of the vote, Oklahoma Republican Senator James Lankford, one of the architects of the border bill, made a final pitch, telling his colleagues he's had to fight a lot of misinformation, like that the bill would allow 5,000 migrants in a day before the border would be shut down. Why would anyone, anyone, sign a bill, approve a bill, or present a bill that locks us into this chaos? That's what we have now. President Biden at a fundraiser in New York reacted, saying former President Trump threatened Republican lawmakers with retribution if they voted for the bill. The former president has called it a bad bill and said Republicans would be blamed if it passed. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. The Sedgwick County Commission approving the establishment of an emergency communications community advisory board. Emergency communications director Elora Forshe says the board will only have the ability to make suggestions But the commission does have the power to follow up on those concerns. I think that that is already in place and working well with the commission and they're elected and they represent their um, their community and their citizens in that regard. So that would be a duplication of effort that I just find unnecessary. Nine of the board members will be residents recommended by the commissioners or representatives from other cities in the county. Three will be selected from applications submitted on the county's website and one will be a student under the age of 19. Kansas' highest court has closed out a nearly 13-year-old lawsuit that repeatedly forced the legislature to boost funding for public schools. A state Supreme Court order on Tuesday said legislators have fully promised to provide annual increases in aid to the state's 286 local school districts, as outlined in a 2019 law. The state expects to provide $4.9 billion in aid to those districts during the current school year. That's a 39% increase. Attorney General Chris Kobach, who previously argued that the court's orders on education funding improperly encroached on the legislature's power, said Wednesday that the state constitution anticipates the legislature will decide spending issues with the Supreme Court stepping in only over a constitutional violation. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Washington, D.C. reported high crime numbers last year, and here in the new year, already more of the similar trend. In 2023, Washington, D.C. saw a 35% jump in homicides, violent crime up 39%, robbery up 67%, and motor vehicle theft up 82%. 2024 is off to a violent start. On Tuesday, a suspect dressed in a construction outfit robbed a bank a few blocks from the White House. The incident taking place at 925 in the morning. At the same time, the D.C. Council was debating changes to policing laws and criminal punishment in response to the spike in violent crime. Critics say local government is complicit in the crime surge. In Washington, Mike Emanuel. Fox News. After taking over operations when cash savers closed their grocery store last month in Hayesville, Leakers held a grand opening Wednesday. Owner Chris Steindler says it was a short turnaround to make the needed renovations. It was kind of a monumental task. We took possession of it on a Saturday evening, and we were back open by the following Saturday. And it it was very, very, very long days and a lot of work put in. Without a good team of people, it never would have taken place. This marks Leaker's return to Hayesville after selling their store to Food for Less in 2004. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a clear sky, quiet conditions across Wichita and south-central Kansas, 
His low pressure lifts on off to the north and east of us. Sunny and breezy today with a high 65. It'll be clear overnight to low 39. Temperatures likely in the mid-60s again on Friday. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. And now we have a clear sky, 48 degrees, and uh, southwest wind gusting to 24 miles per hour. Kind of chilly out there this morning. Yesterday's high was uh, 60 degrees here in Wichita, normal high 47. And uh, the National Weather Service near Eisenhower Airport clocked a wind gust of 42 miles per hour. Uh, that's a pretty good gust. <laughs> uh, windy day. And today is uh, Thursday, February 8th, 2024. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Already more than a week into this shortened month, uh, although we added a day this year to the month. We did. We have a We will. And uh, we have, well, next week, uh, Valentine's Day, the 14th. Yeah, six days out. And then after that, we've got uh, President's Day coming up. Oh, a lot of things going on, Ted. Uh, Let's talk about the Super Bowl a little more this morning. What's going on with Taylor Swift? Merchandise commemorating the romance of pop superstar star Taylor Swift and her star chief's tight end boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, flying off the shelves. I haven't bought any yet, but I'm sure I, I, I need to. Uh, nor have I. <laughs> With Kansas City uh, days away from facing off against the 49ers in the Super Bowl, number 58, uh, an appearance in five, first appearance in five, well, it's fourth appearance in five years. Prayer candles featuring the Grammy winner and Kelsey are a hot seller. Oh, boy. Prayer candles. Mm-hmm. I would not have thought of that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you know. You put their pictures on it, people will buy anything. Yeah. Slap their picture on something. There are ignitable cakes that burn away a chief's logo to reveal Swift's image underneath. A cake that you light on fire. Sweatshirts are emblazoned with Kelsey's best catch and go Kansas City Swifty. <laughs> it is part of what has been described as the Swift effect. Wow. It's quite the pop culture phenomenon. Yep. Yeah, for the past five months. You bet. Uh, okay, here you go. This is just kind of for, for you single people out there. Last month, Applebee's announced a date night pass. It cost $200, but would give you $30 off your next 52 visits over the next year. Over the next year. Yeah. So you, in order to get your <laughs> Your money's worth. You got to go to Applebee's fifty-two times 50 in the times, next yeah. year. You'll be worth more than thirteen hundred dollars in savings if you eat at Applebee's a lot. It's a dumb price. The no, it doesn't. No, it's not. If people buy it, you think they will spend a ton of money at Applebee's wow. right up front. The initial run sold out in seconds. See, but uh, so there, there is some demand for this. Applebee's took notice of that, and they're making another one thousand available. Due to the, uh, quote, amazing interest in these things, that this time they're selling them through a lottery. But you'll still need to act fast. You can register for the drawing at Applebee's website through tomorrow. And again, this is just for the chance to be able to buy one of these 200 passes. Oh you don't get to pass, you get a chance to buy it. Isn't that amazing? That's quite, yeah. It's wow. capitalism at its best, man. Wow. It reminds me of a gig I had where I was not paid in cash, but I was paid in Burger King coupons. And then then really? I noticed that they all expired like within like a month. I was like, well, great. I have to eat at Burger King 
every meal for the next month if I want to get my money's worth here. You may not believe this, but my uh, wife at her her last job before she finally retired, it was not a great job. Uh, and the boss there at one point, as a sailor, as an, an incentive or whatever, offered coupons for 20% off at Kohl's. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I have asked her over the years, why did you stay at that place? I encouraged her from the second day she was there to try to find another job. Mm. And it was the circumstances where the, the place was convenient to be close to her new grandchildren. Okay. So Anyway. Not a gift card. A 20% off coupon. <laughs> okay. Now that is cheap. Well... <laughs> Sometimes that happens. And you're out there driving around saying, that's not true. That guy's making that up. No, no. I can tell uh, between Shelly and me, of course, we, we've worked all of our adult lives mm-hmm. uh, outside the home. And I can tell you mostly stories from her work. Mine, I've got a few strange ones. She said she has seen some of the silliest, craziest things you can imagine in the workplace, in Wichita, all in Wichita. At any rate, we thought we might write a book someday. It'd be a small book, but there you go. All right, Ted, uh, seven thirty-nine. Stephen Ted, and anticipating tomorrow being our pre-Super Bowl Stephen Ted show. That's right. Be, every Friday's a good one. Okay, every Friday's a good one with Stephen Ted. This time of year, we have Mitch Holtus on every Friday, play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, who has become a real, really good friend of ours, and uh, he'll be on with us tomorrow. Talking about the Super Bowl. Yeah, our last, uh, you know, when the season begins, you hope that we're still talking with Mitch on February 9th. And sure enough, here we are. Here we are. And, and I'll tell you what, it looked kind of iffy there. Yeah, a couple, two, two and a half months ago. Shows, I was yeah. like, oh, boy, not sure yeah, if this is going to happen. It looks here like we are. We are. Okay, this is Stephen Ted's show number 6006. Uh-oh, three sixes. Is that going to be bad luck? Six sixty six oh six. Sixty six oh six. Yes. Okay. Stephen Ted show number six thousand six hundred and six. And we're still going and in no sign of letting up. Oh, good. I have how about you? I haven't even asked you. Probably shouldn't ask you on the air. Hey, we're you gonna you gonna leave or what? You know? I'm, oh, I'm not I'm not planning to. <laughs> very good. I always figure that I'll show up to work one day and my key won't work in the lock. I say, Well, I've been fired. Oh, you'll get an email. <laughs> Hey, I got. I want to talk real quick about this. My Fitbit. It's it's a watch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's got some little features on it. It's got right. My BP right now is. Uh, it's kind of small. Sixty four. BP. Okay. Does that sound right? I got about two hundred twenty eight hundred steps in already this morning Whoa. around here. The goal 2, is hundred steps before eight o'clock. Look yeah. at you. The goal is to to get eight or nine thousand steps. They say a day, and that could help you stay, maintain your. Your weight? Well, you're well on your way. Yesterday I took a walk, and uh, last night uh, when I started to go to bed, my watch vibrated and made a noise, and it had fireworks going off in it because I had reached 10,000 You reached 10,000. Good I've for you. I've done that about three times this past week, and I just say I think it's a lot of fun. Look at that. The Fitbit. I enjoy this little watch. Stephen Ted, 741 now. Stephen Ted in the morning, and uh, coming up, we got the Wichita Business Journal update. About businesses expanding in Wichita's Delano district. That's on the way with Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSS. Stephen Ted of the Morning, KNSS 747, here on this Thursday morning. Three big things. 
three. Basketball, Wichita State 84, UTSA 64. Two. Sedgwick County Commission hears quarterly report that its fiscal condition is sound. One. People missing after two cops shot at a house set on fire near Philadelphia. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Starting to see some really slowly moving traffic southbound on I-135, and it's there in the road construction at K-96, especially if you're trying to exit there onto K-96. Traffic is just moving very, very slowly through there right now. Traffic on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS is brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Two convenient locations, downtown at Market and Waterman and 47th Street South and Broadway. In the former Kmart building there, you can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. Sunny and breezy today with a high of 64 degrees. Mostly clear tonight, the overnight low, 38. And for Friday, sunny, tomorrow's high, 63 degrees. Now clear sky. We have a southwest wind gusting to 24 miles per hour and 48 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Hatman Jack's, the nation's third largest hat store, can help you find just the right hat for any lifestyle. With the change in season coming soon, make sure you're ready for any kind of weather. Hatman Jack's is open Tuesday through Saturday, just north of Riverfront Stadium at the Clock Tower in Delano. Wall Street climbed Wednesday amid the latest earnings reports. Stocks continued their march higher this Wednesday. All three major U.S. indexes ending solidly in the green. The Dow closed at 38,677. It added 156 points today. The Nasdaq closing at 15,756, adding 148 points on the day. And the S&P 500 closing at 4,995. It added close to 41 points today. On the earnings front, Ford gave the street some good news. The stock was up 6% on that. However, Snap tumbled 34% after disappointing shareholders on their earnings report. I'm Kelly O'Grady, Fox News. For the first time in more than two decades, Mexico last year surpassed China as the leading source of goods imported by the United States. Huh. The shift reflects the growing tensions between Washington and Beijing, as well as U.S. efforts to import from countries that are friendlier and closer to home. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. One of the most high-profile apartment developments in Wichita in recent years, poised to bring in its first ground-floor commercial tenant. Day-off nail and lash studio owner Jen Taksh said she plans to move her business to 225 Sycamore in the Delano District, from downtown's shops at the Gallery Alley. Thatch, who opened Day Off back in 2021, said she's targeting this summer to launch the new space. She'll be taking all of the available 2,725 square feet on the complex's ground level. That's a significant expansion from the 420 square feet she currently has off of Douglas Avenue near St. Francis. Textron Aviation is expanding its relationship in Saudi Arabia, according to the company. The Wichita-based aircraft manufacturer is increasing its partnership with the Wallen Group, a business conglomerate in Saudi Arabia, by adding an authorized service facility for Beechcraft King Air turboprops. The Beechcraft King Air is designed and manufactured by Textron Aviation. Lang Real Estate's plans to move its offices to the Delano District's 
Looks to be another step closer to reality. The Wichita City Council voting 7-0 yesterday, approving an ordinance, part of the creation of a new community improvement district for a facade improvement project on a Lang-owned building at the southwest corner of Douglas and Seneca. Lang plans to renovate the Delano property, which is owned by Lang Gen Y, LLC, and turn it into new offices for the commercial and residential real estate company. Local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. You're talking about the a moment ago about the Beechcraft King Air turboprop. Have you ever been up in one of those? I don't Dan? think I have. I have, and that is a terrific airplane. It's a turboprop, but it's, what a beauty! It's a classic. Uh, got to ride in one of those one time. I thought that was pretty pretty nice. It's a great airplane. We manufacture some pretty good stuff around here. That's for yeah, sure. we do. Today is uh, National Boy Scouts Day. Since 1910, boys across America. Be prepared. Have been doing good deeds, learning survivors' survival skills, and developing moral foundations through the Boy Scouts of America. And the BSA has roots in the British Boy Scouts organization. That was created in 1908 after the success of the book Scouting for Boys Hmm. by Robert Baden Powell. Uh, Scouting for Boys. It was a book, and uh, yeah. If you never were a scout, it's, it's pretty simple. You get the scout handbook, and you learn the. The motto and the pledge and the handshake, and uh, then you uh, begin to go through the page by page and finding uh, qualifications to say, say you want to uh, learn how to sharpen an axe, which is one of the things. I got a merit badge for that. You get a badge if you complete it, and Scout Master gets you a badge. And pretty soon you've got, you're a wolf, and then in Cub Scouts you're a wolf, and then a bear, and so forth. But it's it's, it's, a, it's a fun thing. I uh, My brothers and I did it when we were young. Shelly, my wife, was a Girl Scout. And she tells me that she she was one of those people that she went at it. I mean, she gave a hundred percent, and she had a sash covered with those those little merit badges. Not surprising. Yeah, she's a go getter. She says, "I wish I still had it." Somewhere along the line, it, it disappeared. Ah, oh, that's too bad. That's too bad because that's, that's something I would I'd love to have that, <laughs> and she would too. Uh, yeah, the motto is "Be prepared," and I think that's a pretty good motto. And of course, you always. And we'll see things about the Boy Scouts helping a little old lady get across the street, things like that. You know, those are some pretty doggone good values. Now, recently, the Scouts have come under, they've been in problems and so forth, and now it's, 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 you don't do Boy Scouts, it's all Scouts, whatever. But uh, I, my feeling is the Boy Scouts taught me some good stuff. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Handy stuff. Mm-hmm. Of course, right. once a year on this day, I tell the story about my misfortunes. You had a they problem. Had the, they had the yeah. Cub Scout. They had the table all set up there. And I was like in third or fourth grade. It said, sign your name, pay 50 cents, we'll give you a call. Never got the call. Wow. So the Cub Scouts took my 50 cents and ran away with it, and I was not <laughs> offered a position. And here I am. You're <laughs> Some sort of 48 a, years later, still holding a grudge. A bureaucratic mistake there. And you have no idea how to sharpen an axe. No, I no, don't. No. Or get me about 20 feet off the property, and I can't find my way home. Well, I just remember, and I was a Boy Scout at Dodge City, and we went for a five-mile hike on a Saturday. It was kind of this kind of weather, early spring. Mm-hmm. And we hiked down to the river, the Arkansas River. And then we, uh, st- we were going to make, make some lunch. And so we had to make, build a fire, one of the mm-hmm. merit badges, and we were building this fire and everything. And, and when the scoutmaster wasn't looking, the scoutmaster's son pulled out a jar of a jiffy peanut butter jar filled with gasoline. <laughs> and he threw a match at oh, that my. thing, and a fireball went Boosh, around. Yeah. Of course, we were in trouble then. Well, yeah. The scoutmaster's son was the worst. He was, he was ornery. All right, Boy Scout Day. We're celebrating. Coming up to the 8 o'clock hour with Stephen Ted. Always exciting. we got some interesting things to talk about this morning. There's a house fire after a shooting in a Philadelphia suburb, and there may be a half dozen people who have died in that or more. That's coming up. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, the Super Bowl is three days away, and we'll hear from one of the Kansas City Chiefs linebackers on his thoughts coming up in sports. Plus entertainment news, the blur. Yeah, we'll get you all your entertainment news. That'll be coming up in 40 minutes at 8.35 this morning. Stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour. Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Victims unaccounted for after shooting at house fire in Pennsylvania. We have the story. Sedgwick County Commission creates Communications Advisory Board. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. The latest report on Sedgwick County finances is in. Those details are coming up. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday. This incredible stretch of nice weather in February will hang on for a couple more days. What to expect in our forecast here in just a few minutes. The military says U.S. Marines aboard a helicopter that went down during stormy weather in the mountains outside of San Diego, are confirmed dead. Military made the announcement early today. Authorities say the CH-53E Super Stallion vanished late Tuesday night while returning to Marine Corps Air Station Miramar in San Diego after training at Creech Air Force Base northwest of Las Vegas. Democratic presidential candidate Marianne Williamson has suspended her campaign. The self-help author announced the move Wednesday night in a video posted to X and in an email to her supporters, saying in part, sunsets are proof that endings can be beautiful too, and so today, even though it's time to suspend my campaign, 
I do want to see the beauty, and I want all of you who so incredibly supported me on this journey to see the beauty, too. She then went on to list what she felt she accomplished and brought attention to during her campaign. Williamson's suspension comes as President Biden runs for re-election and has already won primaries in New Hampshire, Nevada, and South Carolina. Ted Lindner, Fox News. At least six people, including children, are unaccounted for following a house fire and shooting that wounded two police officers in East Lansdowne, Pennsylvania, near Philadelphia. The ordeal began when officers responded to a report of an 11-year-old girl being shot. When the officers arrived at the scene, a gunman inside a home immediately opened fire. Delaware County District Attorney Jack Stolsteamer says there is concern over possible victims in the burning structure. We know the victim's family had a lot of people living in that house, including children. We are aware that there are at least six to eight people who are unaccounted for from that family. It is our terrible fear that they may be inside that house when it was burned. We are hopeful that that is not true. Sedgwick County's fiscal condition remains sound. And several pressures outside of the county's control have improved. That includes easing inflation, leveling of interest rates, and low unemployment. Budget discussions are planned over the coming months, including their ARPA spending plan. Lindsay Poe Rousseau, the county CFO, says they've learned that a significant portion of their ARPA allocation could be used for revenue replacement, income the county lost during the pandemic from 2020 to 2022. So what that means is we could use up to $91 million of our total $100.2 million allocation to pay for what are considered traditional government services. Most of those funds are earmarked or spent, but the county does have over $17 million left in contingency. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The Sedgwick County Commission has approved the establishment of an Emergency Communications Community Advisory Board. Commissioner Jim Howell says... That includes easing and citizens of the community basically have the opportunity to understand 911 and ask questions, make recommendations um, until they're satisfied. While the board will only have the ability to make suggestions, officials say it's a step toward getting more feedback uh, on where improvements uh, could be made. Kansas is set to nearly double the pay of state legislators at the start of next year. That would make their compensation better than it is for their counterparts in a majority of states. The increase would be nearly $28,000 a year for rank-and-file legislators who currently make $30,000. It would boost it up to $58,000. That's a 93% increase. The pay increase appeared to have bipartisan support, but lawmakers never voted directly on it. Instead, they had set up a bipartisan pay commission last year, and that proposal was set to take effect unless both legislative chambers passed a resolution rejecting it by yesterday. An inquiry into President Biden's handling of classified documents has been completed. Attorney General Garland telling members of Congress in a letter that special counsel Robert Herr has finished his work and his report will be made public soon, but only after the White House gets the chance to review it for any potential executive privilege concerns. Classified documents from President Biden's time as vice president were discovered in the Penn-Biden Center in November of 2022. More were found later in the Biden's home in Delaware, some stored in the garage. Former President Trump is facing charges related to documents stored in his Florida home. Later this month, his attorneys will file motions to dismiss them. In Washington, Jack Callahan. Fox News. KNSS News time now, 8.05, five minutes past 8 o'clock. Shocker men's basketball at home last night at Coke Arena. Good night for the Shocks. We'll have highlights coming up in sports.
The Puppy Bowl has a special anniversary to celebrate. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now at 8.09, nine minutes past 8 o'clock. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says a ceasefire and hostage release agreement between Israel and Hamas is still possible despite the two sides being far apart on the central terms for a deal. Blinken was in the region trying to broker a deal that could bring some respite in Israel's war against Hamas, which is entering its fifth month. A medical journal has retracted a couple of studies on an abortion pill because of issues with research and conflicts of interest. The studies from the medical publisher Sage Perspectives were cited in a pivotal Texas court ruling that threatened access to mifepristone, but they were supported by the Charlotte Lozier Institute, part of an advocacy group that wants to end access to abortion. A federal judge cited the studies in the Texas ruling that's set to go before the Supreme Court next month. After they were contacted by a reader who was concerned about the data, Sage said in a statement it asked two experts to conduct a peer review, and they found the conclusions were invalidated for several reasons. The study's lead author told the Associated Press in an email, the publisher's actions are a baseless attack on our scientific research and studies. Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. A lot of sick people have been reported on board the Queen Victoria cruise ship. The ship arrived in San Francisco with more than 150 passengers and crew members who had become sick. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said it's investigating the outbreak. The predominant symptoms are vomiting and diarrhea. The cause is unknown. The people who did get sick have been isolated on board. The Queen Victoria is operated by Cunard Cruise Line and was carrying about 1,800 passengers and nearly 1,000 crew members. Cunard said the cruise line immediately activated enhanced safety protocols, and they have been effective. Jill Nato, Fox News. The Puppy Bowl, celebrating a special anniversary. The Puppy Bowl is celebrating 20 years and just hitting its stride. The canine football telecast, which has grown so big as to include armadillos, hedgehogs, and chickens, will shift the focus this year and going all puppies because it's the 20th anniversary. Now it's just Mark Purdy and Athena battling for possession. Puppy Bowl made its debut in 2005. Dogs score touchdowns on a gridiron carpet when they cross the goal line any goal line with a toy. But the show has a deeper purpose beyond entertaining, which is to encourage animal adoption. According to the ASPCA, approximately 390,000 shelter dogs are euthanized each year and 2 million shelter dogs are adopted. Michelle Polino, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 8-11, 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. Starting to see some pretty heavy traffic now. Uh, watch out southbound on I-135. Again, that's approaching K-96 and the road construction there at the north junction. The traffic volumes are thinning a little bit, but the traffic is slowing down there. Traffic update 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist. Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Temperatures fell in the 50s overnight across Wichita and south-central Kansas. That's well above what our high temperature would be this time of year. It's going to be sunny and breezy. Another fairly nice day with a high 65. Clear overnight, turning cooler, our low 39. Then sunshine on Friday with a high 64. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a clear sky, 48 degrees. Southwest wind gusting to 24 miles per hour.
Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. 813 now, Stephen Ted here on KNSS, the uh, 8th day of February, 2024. It was on this date in 1922, you'll remember. President Warren G. Harding had a radio installed in the White House. He wanted a little entertainment there. High tech. Listen to some of those great programs that were on in 1922. The new mass medium at the time. Yeah. After centuries of newspapers, the radio had taken over. 1922. The radio was the biggest thing. Well, at 22, there wasn't a whole whole lot of programming going on, but there was enough. The president got his own first radio on there. I wonder if it's still there. I kind of doubt it. It's uh, coming up on 8.13, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. NASDAQ on this date in 71, 1971, the first electronic stock exchange held its first trading day. 1971 on this date. And it's still around. Still around. Very tech-heavy stocks on the NASDAQ. Yes, that's the one that's tech-heavy. You are correct, sir. All right. uh, Talk a little bit about this uh, new uh, Emergency Communications Community Advisory Board. There have been some, there was some controversy a while back over some <clears throat> dispatching on a fire call. You remember that, Ted? A fatal fire call. A fatal fire call. And just a, a, a lot of uh, hoopla going on. What's going on? What's wrong down there? Did something, is there something we can correct? And now they've come up with this advisory board that uh, uh, we're going to have citizens who are going to apply for it. And. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Uh, yeah, see what they come up with. I don't, I don't know what to say. I've a few times I've called as a citizen. Uh, I've been taken care of and it went pretty smoothly. I think, um, but I'm sure people have problems. And I would not want to be a dispatcher. But yeah, when, and take the calls that they do. When things go wrong in somebody's life. Yeah, is the cost. Well, you, you really have to look at procedures some, and what's going on. Got to be some stress there. There's no doubt about it, and you got to make sure that everybody's on the right page. Not only do the dispatchers have to be doing something, the people out on the field, the firefighters, the police mm-hmm. officers have to know how they're they doing it. They have to know the correct information so yeah. they know how to go about their business. We, what, I'm, what I'm concerned about as a media person is that uh, something's going to happen with the scanners and we're not going to be able to pick up uh, police and fire traffic like we always have, which you basically, if you've never, never seen or heard that, is you get the first, you got a tone that we listen for. And then they will uh, enumerate what the call is and how many and what units are going and so forth. So, you know, you've already got part of the news story because you don't the time and the place. And where location. it is and what's happening. And then they, they used to give uh, quite a bit more information uh, from the scene and, uh, over the two-way. But they've been real, real close about that anymore. So, I mean, it used to be that in the old days, I used to be able to tell you that, they, for instance, that a 47-year-old male was being taken to so-and-so hospital. Uh, with these injuries, because you could hear the traffic and it was okay. Don't hear it much anymore. I don't know if they just don't do it, or maybe <laughs> we're not picking it up. But uh, uh, anyway, it's going to be interesting to see what they come up with, I think. 
And uh, there are some people in this town. I suggested uh, uh, I talked to, well, I emailed uh, uh, Brian, uh, Ryan Beatty today, and I suggested one or two people that might make good people on that board. But I don't know. I hope they, if they've got to apply. Uh, Eight sixteen. Stephen's head in the morning here on KNSS, and uh, let's go ahead and take a look at sports this morning, Ted. Uh, we got sports going on now. We can talk about the Super Bowl, and then uh, tomorrow at this time we'll be talking to Mitch Holders, right? Yep. Super Bowl is on our minds. We are three days away from the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. The Kansas City Chiefs taking on the San Francisco Forty ers Of course, the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl for the fourth time in five years. One member of the Chiefs on their defense, linebacker Willie Gay, he is with the Chiefs now for the third time in four years and cherishes these opportunities. Willie Gay talking with Sports Radio 810 WHB. I'm very blessed and thankful, you know, uh, because of reality, you know, uh, you hate to think of it this way, but I might not never make it this far again, you know, um, and to be able to say I did it three times. It's definitely a, a great feeling, so I'm going to cherish it because, like I say, you never know when it'll come around again. And coming up in just a couple of minutes, our Thursday morning feature, The Minute with Mitch, is coming up to preview yeah. Super Bowl action. Don't, don't forget, Super Bowl three days out, Sunday night. You can hear the game live right here on KNSS. College men's basketball last night at Coke Arena, Wichita State hosting UTSA for the first time as conference foes. And it was a big night for the Shocks. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl with the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. Lobbed by Cortez for Beverly and a slam dunk. Magnificent. My goodness. What a pass and a beautiful slam dunk. Set play. Looked the defenders off all the way. And a perfect delivery to Beverly, who has 14. The lead is now 24. And the Shocks take care of the Roadrunners handily. 84-64 was the final score. Back-to-back home wins for the Shockers as uh, the Roadrunners missed a dozen free throws and they missed 17 three-pointers. Shocks Shocks certainly took advantage of that. And how about the Shocks last night? 15 for 15 at the free throw line. Wow. That's almost perfect. Third best perfect mark in school history. How about that? Shocks uh, beat the Roadrunners last night by 20 points at Coke Arena after the game. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl spoke with Shocker head coach Paul Mills. It hasn't been that often when you've had 15 assists or 5-0 and on well, the year. We're undefeated. <laughs> we're 6-0 and now, yeah. 18 tonight, and that's your second highest total yeah. of the season. So to have, uh, you know, Harlan and Bijan both go five assists, two turnovers, it's great. But kind of gave a lot of praise to Quincy Ballard, you know, 11 points, six rebounds, three block shots. But those two assists and zero turnovers are pretty impressive. Uh, Shocks pick up their 10th win of the season. We'll be talking K-State men's basketball tonight, the weekly edition of the Jerome Tang Radio Show with the Wildcats head coach. 7 o'clock tonight. That's on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. A lot of good things to talk about. K-State's big win over fourth-ranked Kansas. And the Wildcats are getting ready for a road matchup at nationally-ranked BYU coming up this weekend. The Jerome Tang Radio Show, 7 o'clock tonight on KFH. College basketball, college women's basketball. Last night, Friends University wins on the road at Ottawa, 87-72. The Friends women now on a 10-game winning streak. Juco women's basketball. Hutchinson Community College wins again, a 30-point win on the road at Pratt. The Hutchinson women are 22-0. They are ranked number two in the nation. Juco men's basketball last night, 15th-ranked Hutchinson Community College. Hutchinson men on the road at Pratt, 109-78. Hutchinson men on a five-game winning streak, undefeated on the road this season. Now 19-3 and overall. 
We have hockey action tonight downtown Wichita on a Thursday night, 7.05 at Intrust Bank Arena. The Wichita Thunder tonight hosting the Fort Wayne Comets. And it's Ollie's night. For 40 bucks, you can get four tickets and a $20 gift card to Ollie's. Thunder hockey tonight downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. In the National Hockey League, the Toronto Maple Leafs win on home ice last night, beat the Dallas Stars 5-4. to Playing at center for the Maple Leafs, former Wichita Thunder player Bobby McMahon. He had a shot on goal. Maple Leafs have won four of their last five. They're in third place in the division. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Golden State Warriors went on the road at Philadelphia, beat the 76ers 127-104. to Big night starting at forward for the Warriors. For former Kansas Jayhawk Andrew Wiggins, the action on ESPN. Both scoring Sixers in scoring. Kaminga out to Wiggins. Green finds Clay Thompson high off the glass. Wiggins right there for the final slam. Andrew Wiggins, 21 points, 10 rebounds. Back-to-back wins for the Warriors, who are one game behind for a playoff spot. And that's Sports with Stephen Ted, brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center. Provides detox, residential, and outpatient services for most insurances and veterans. Bel Air Recovery Center improves the lives they touch. 821 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Millions of Americans facing rising rent. That's on the way with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. The Sean Hannity Morning Minute on KNSS. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 830 on this Thursday morning, 48 degrees. Kansas lawmakers have passed a resolution in the House calling on Governor Laura Kelly to send National Guard troops to the southern border in Texas. The Senate is expected to take up a similar resolution this week. Last week, the governor called it a federal, not a state issue. Sedgwick County Commissioners voting unanimously to withhold approval of the proposed Dam Jam event at Lake Afton this summer. Commissioners, including Pete Meitzner, voiced concerns with public safety and depleting county resources for the event. The sheriff and EMS and fire, uh, because of the distance out there and the response that we're required to support uh, the community uh, and having that out there and a lot of focus, it, it it doesn't feel right for me to to be supportive of this. Called the biggest lake party in Kansas, Dam Jam was set to run on July 19th and 20th. Some of the artists booked for the event included Joe D. Messina, Ryan Upchurch, Stone Temple Pilots, and Wheeler Walker Jr. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The Heartland Flyer remains on track for making a return of passenger rail service in south-central Kansas. Amtrak wants to connect Newton and Wichita with Oklahoma City and Fort Worth. Amtrak spokesman Mark Maglieri says they are looking for new station locations or making improvements to the old ones. We have an obligation, both a legal and moral obligation, to make our stations ADA accessible. So you just can't put down, you know, some sticks and blacktop and call that a platform. That's not the right thing to do. In December, Kansas received half a million dollars to study extending the Heartland Flyer. A judge has turned down former President Trump's request for a mistrial in the case that led to an $83 million award to writer E. Jean Carroll. Former President Trump had asked for a mistrial because E. Jean Carroll had admitted to deleting some of the threatening messages she had received. 
Trump attorney Alina Haba said a mistrial was in order because Carroll destroyed evidence that should have been preserved for trial. But Judge Lewis Kaplan denied that mistrial request, saying the motion made no sense. Carroll got the $83 million award from the jury a couple of weeks ago after the former president was found liable for defaming Carroll. A separate jury had found the former president liable for sexually abusing the writer. Jill Nato, Fox News. Officials at MacDill Air Force Base have confirmed the location of Port Tampa Cemetery, an African-American cemetery with as many as 20, 121 unmarked graves on the Florida military installation. The Tampa Bay History Center informed base officials about the possible cemetery in 2019. The base dedicated an on-site memorial to those buried there during a service in 2021. Base spokesman Lieutenant Laura Anderson says they want to make what was wrong right. According to Anderson, a non-intrusive archaeological survey conducted over the past two years identified 58 probable graves and 63 possible graves. Search teams used ground-penetrating radar and cadaver dogs to determine the location of the cemetery. The president of the NAACP Hillsborough County branch, Yvette Lewis, says the forgotten cemetery should be memorialized. The search for more graves will continue through this year. Officials expect to release additional results in 2025. McDill officials will also continue to work with the community to determine how to best document the history of the site and manage it in a manner that pays respect to the families and their loved ones buried there. This salute to service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Steve is there in the morning, KNSS 850 here on a Thursday morning. Three big things. Three. Basketball, Wichita State 84, UTSA 64. Two. Sedgwick County Commission hears quarterly report that its fiscal condition is sound. One. People missing after two cops shot at a house set on fire near Philadelphia. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Wichita's gasoline price is right around two seventy nine a gallon. I've spotted a little bit better price out there though. Thirteenth and May's two sixty seven a gallon. Traffic update from ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Sunny and breezy today with a high of sixty four degrees. Mostly clear tonight. The overnight low thirty eight. For Friday, sunny. Tomorrow's high sixty three degrees. Now a clear sky. Southwest wind gusting to twenty four miles per hour. Forty eight degrees. At Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Stephen's in the morning here on KNSS. All three uh, Wall Street uh, market indices closing up yesterday. Trading is underway this morning on Wall Street, and the Dow is ahead by, oh, just over five points. Meanwhile, the S&P is down almost three points, and NASDAQ trading down by eight points. And local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Textron Aviation is expanding its relationship in Saudi Arabia, according to the company. The Wichita-based aircraft manufacturer is increasing its partnership with the Wallen Group. That's a business conglomerate in Saudi Arabia. By adding an authorized service facility for Beechcraft King Air turboprops. The Beechcraft King Air is designed and manufactured by Textron Aviation.
Lang Real Estate's plans to move its offices to the Delano District look to be another step closer to reality. The Wichita City Council voted 7 to nothing Tuesday to approve an ordinance as part of the creation of a new community improvement district for a facade improvement project on a Lang-owned building at the southwest corner of Douglas and Seneca. Lang plans to renovate the Delano property, which is owned by Lang Gen Y LLC, into new offices for the commercial and residential real estate company. One of the most high-profile apartment developments in Wichita in recent years is poised to bring in its first ground-floor commercial tenant. Day off, Nail and Lash studio owner Jen Thatch says she's going to move out of downtown's shops at the Gallery Alley. She's going to move into 225 Sycamore in the Delano District. Thatch opened Day Off three years ago. She said she's targeting this summer to launch the new space. She'll be taking all of the available 2,725 square feet on the complex's ground level. And that's a significant expansion from what she's got now, 420 square feet. So she's increasing her square feet by seven or eight times that she currently has off of Douglas Avenue near St. Francis. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. The Congressional Budget Office says it expects the federal budget deficit to drop by $188 billion this fiscal year to just $1.5 trillion. But it's likely to be a short-lived dip as the annual shortfall will likely rise over the next nine years. Doesn't seem to be much of a plan, Ted, to ever get the balanced budget. It's not a priority. Federal level. Twice that I can remember in my lifetime. What was it, two years ahead of balance? That was after we went on the air together, right? During the Clinton years? And uh, they didn't know what to do with the money then. Who gets the money? Instead of paying down all of mm. debt, they <laughs> at any rate, I'm not holding my breath on that one, Ted. Today is yeah, I'm not either. National Kite Flying Day, encouraging us to explore the kite flying and making. Enthusiasts across the country marked today by launching their kites or making plans to attend fest- festivals. Kites date back to China in 470 B.C. And uh, I've flown a kite once or twice when I was little, and I really liked it. Did you ever fly a kite, Ted? Sure. I was a kid. Bo- you have one of those triangle shaper yeah. you have a box, Did that. box kites. Did that too? Yeah. I, I forgot how much fun that is. I'm going to try to see if I can do that with my grandkids. They got a great big area back of their house. We can do some kite flying. National. Get a nice windy day in Kansas and what go at it. All right. Coming up on KNSS, we have the Glenn Beck program this morning. They're going to be talking about the U.S. debt, which uh, is projected to reach oh, about $54 trillion within the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. That's coming up. That ought to be cheery. KNSS News Top of the Hour talking about that shooting and house fire leaving victims near Philadelphia. They don't know how many. Have you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again? Go on the Odyssey app. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Live Show. News updates all day. Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.